So you're listening to us with your ears, and you normally do that through one of the many podcast avenues that are available to you uh, out there on the internet. Uh, and we had a very quick little discussion here about uh, not including YouTube as one of those. But if you're really passionate about it, you could always just give us money on Patreon. And then when we get enough money, we can go back to having <laughs> video podcast editing as well. <laughs> I mean, if you're really into that scene. <laughs> this is really good news for your ears. It's bad news for your eyes. And if you prefer your eyes, use your hands to give your bucks. <laughs> Guys, this is the most promotion I've ever seen Sandy and Chris doing. It is a red letter day. Season five. I've used it all up. Season five. Until next year. We're going to push this sucker. I've been thinking about it for six months. And that's what I came up with. question anyways i don't know like what do you guys like what are what are the what are kind of like the money things that are going on in your heads these days like literally in your lives when will it be over that is life life some days no that's no bummer. that's a different episode no <laughs> no you know how you're always like oh in just maybe like two more years oh, yeah. things will be totally and not in an aspirational way in really a math way in two more years so it's not about two years i'll be happy it's no, in two years it's in two years we will have more than 300 dollars a month to spend on groceries gas clothes school things yeah all the things and then like the the stove stops working or the van stops working which it's universal it is a universal experience right, but it, it just feels like van. another two years Another, no. It's not always two years that gets added to it, but it just feels like every time you you feel like you're making progress and time is going by and you're just doing the same old, right, boring things. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And you know that that's good because that's the right way to do things. Same old, boring, process, process, blah, blah, blah. But then when you add, you sit down and you're like, whoa, we must have gone pretty far now. I mean, it's June. <laughs> and you sit down and you add it off and you're like, there's still two years. <laughs> Is it at all helpful, like, if you put it into, like, a last two years perspective? Can you see, like, I forward motion? Or is that not helpful? Is that, all like, the numbers. annoying glass half-full guy again? No, it's not annoying glass half-full guy. It's great. It's great. I just, I did that already. And some of the, it's fine, but it, but some of the things, when you, when you are at a certain income level, and this, sometimes I feel like, ooh, radical transparency, which has never been a problem for me, obviously. <laughs> Get you a t-shirt. I can make a coffee mug. It just can't be transparent. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's so radical it's not transparent. It's radical transparency it's actually covers a lot. <laughs> but it, I mean, we're building something and, and in our family, we're building something else at the same yeah. time. So building a business can't really take a lot of money from it yeah. building a thing where we have loads of time together as a family can't really make any money so anyways no, so for all those reasons thing, yeah. they make sense uh, and on paper we're like yeah, we're doing this we know the trade-offs and we made them and they're yeah, good we looked at our values it makes sense yeah we all signed off exactly and this summer has been a perfect example of why we did this it's been a great summer nevertheless of course realistically if you earn less money and you have more time, it takes longer to do things with money. Yeah. So, and sometimes that feels really discouraging, and other times it feels like, yes, we're living our life now, we're not putting it off till, anyway. 
it that's like it, it really is a thing that kind of comes around all the time and it's something that i make sure like i tell people it so many times because it it's something i have so much trouble with that idea that like doing more than one thing is great except that it's gonna take longer to do both of those things <laughs> you don't get to do a hundred percent at both yeah it's just not how percents work I'm gonna need to check that with her. Um, <laughs> and I'm getting the nod, it's not how percent. Can confirm. I can confirm that that's, Red you don't get that 110% error. It's not a thing. It's not, you don't get it. That's, that's just not a thing. No, it's, it's a really frustrating thing. I, I, I know that it's not specifically money, but I, I had a lot of problems over the last couple of years with, with opera, splitting kind of my focus in the two careers. The just the idea of of um, this 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 overwhelming feeling of not being excellent, of like mm. is excellence about? Do you sacrifice excellence by focusing on more than one thing, um, and and can you be excellent if you have a split focus? And I don't know. I think there's probably there's probably all kinds of ways to kind of make that into a financial conversation too. But it's it can be really frustrating. Even I. I that like yeah that working on a couple of things at the same time is just like it's the right thing it's exactly what i want to do except i'm still <laughs> behind everybody or it feels like you're behind kind of where you should be because you're measuring yourself against if i was only doing one thing well and you know and exactly what the breathing room would feel like i know exactly <laughs> what it would feel like to be two years in the future and it's not dramatic it's not like an extra you know, thousand dollars a month even. It's nothing dramatic, but it's just it's a little tiny bit and I just need to get there. And I keep not getting there. It's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> you still had an amazing summer. It was excellent. I mean yeah. we want to talk about excellence. I was my most excellent self this summer. I was the best parent not best, like <laughs> empirically. Offering given to all you of I mean I think <laughs> I just, I felt... Take that, parents. That's right. I mean, even when it was bad, it was it was good. It mm. was so good. So that was lovely. But now there's the, act, the maximum amount of time before my children are off school again and summer comes. This is just a bad time. Look, September feels like crap all the time. It just feels like crap. For all the reasons. This is, you shouldn't have started with me. <laughs> Next. <laughs> this is fine. Next. John, Summer? Summer was financial uh, brain juices. Well, I mean, summer was a mixed bag. I mean, it was really good in a lot of ways. Um, my daughter had awesome experience at all of her camps. I mean, we were a little bit nervous going into the summer because we didn't have one plan for how she was going to be looked after, and we had to stitch together like a week of dance camp here, and then a week of the grandparents watching her, and another week at dance camp, and then two weeks of outdoor camp, and. You know, a week of taking vacation, and mm. and it all worked really well. And she had a great time, and she loved everything that she did. We went oh. to PEI, and she wanted to go back again. She went to dance camp, and she wanted to do that again. Did she, she love did PEI? Yeah, oh, she loved PEI. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. That was good. There were a lot of cinnamon rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Are, are these two things associated? I guess. PEI I mean, and cinnamon rolls? I, I mean, I, it's the a cinnamon place. rolls that I make are family recipe from out on PEI, and uh, the bakeries around there seem to have a similar philosophy on what cinnamon rolls should be, which is not covered in frosting. Um, and we went to the bakery and got cinnamon rolls like Correct. four times in a week. <laughs> are they covered with stickiness? Well, just from the brown sugar sort of leaking mm. out, but no like additional 
Interesting. I knew I was friends with you for a reason. (laughs) I think we're up to like 4,062 reasons at this point. (laughs) Give or take. But it's down there. (laughs) And then just sort of like a lot of financial sort of cud chewing, I guess you could call it, where Mm -hmm. I never really got anywhere. I never had any conclusions. But I'm like, I kind of want to drop to part-time to make watching my kid easier, but I can't make the math work to not have the salary and I don't even know if that's an option at my job because they kind of don't have anyone else in a part-time role like this it's sort of full-time or nothing Mm. and that's that's a thing in a lot of corporate cultures where you know it's it's really hard to be like I want to do 25 hours of this job a week instead of 40 like yeah or 60 or whatever it is uh to to do a little bit of something is, is very difficult so yeah, I, I don't have any strong conclusions from that. It, it's been a lot of thinking and a lot of what ifing and. I like the word financial cut chewing a lot. I can't say that I do actually. I mean, it's <laughs> very descriptive. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say it myself. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah, but I like it. I like it if I it's only said use. twice in this entire period of time. <laughs> We've now reached our limit. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna pee. Yeah. And so we've got uh, Kate Smalley sitting here with us. Yeah. Indeed. Hello. Where she belongs. Hmm. What's going on with me? So I recently transitioned from freelance to full-time work, Mm. uh, which has been interesting in lots of ways and definitely money. Yeah. Um, I have insurance. (gasps) I've only had insurance when I was a student once, but even growing up, my parents were self-employed, had their own business. So Mm. we never had insurance. I've always been used to going to the dentist and being like, here's your $200. Thanks for <laughs> scraping stuff off my teeth. Be back next year. So is that like, have you gone like on a, on a, like a, a spree, a health provider spree? Well, not yet, because I almost don't realize that I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the seven so... stages of finally having insurance. One, denial. <laughs> the first one no, is denial. It's anticlimactic. It's like, ooh, we all want insurance. And then like someone opens the door to that pen and sets you free. And then you're like, I don't, I'm I don't even know. Sit down. <laughs> it feels two, very complicated. Two feels like it's acceptance. Three, bargaining. Four, anger, because it's not enough. So you're still like, what, this is it? And I don't remember the other ones. But it's pretty good. One of them involves. Three massages. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Yeah. And I'm at a startup, so it's not um, like crazy intense yeah. insurance at this point. Uh, but it's insurance. Mm. Yeah. And it's going like... to having a, a regular paycheck again is like, what? This just mm. comes in every other week and I don't have to follow up with a client? Like, is, are we sure we're here? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so the, the budgeting nerd in me is like very happy to have mm. consistent yeah. income again. Oh man, that was such a joy to like open my little cash flow spreadsheet and be able to adjust all that numbers to know like exactly what was coming in and out every month, which I should have been able to do before if I paid myself correctly and regularly. All things I didn't do. Um, Because it's way harder than... Yeah. It's hard. (laughs) Especially if you do it for yourself. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Gross. Um, Yeah, and the whole what you're saying about just split focus and that sort of yeah how many things can you push forward at one time and how to prioritize money time and energy yeah and I think I've started doing because I now plan like monthly and quarterly is I track 
uh, focus areas. Like here is kind of priorities I have right now. I never have more than three in a month. And this year, 2018, I have five. And I wrote down in that area of my life, like, this is what I want. That might be a number goal. Like, I had written one for income. For sure. At the time, being self-employed. And, like, this is how I want to feel about that. Mm. So I had these focus areas. And then my budgeting is not, like, food out, entertainment. Mm -hmm. I budget a lot by values, almost. Like... Interesting. So my... And I track my time. So my time tracking, my priority tracking, and my budget thing will all kind of like line up. So I can say like, hey, I made self-development a priority this year. Am I putting my time and money towards that or not? And I can kind of check in with myself on a monthly basis. So I found that a really interesting thing to do. Interesting. Okay. So, sorry, I'm just trying to conceptualize like how that actually works because I love that a lot. So it's like setting priorities and so knowing what those priorities are and if you're tracking time and money you can just basically say like if i say if i would say that business development is a priority totally. for me so and then i might track time and like i'm involved in a couple group programs or a mm. course and here's how much time i spent on that this week or here's how much time i spent like reading or studying that yeah, week totally. and i spent i've kind of said i've carved out in my budget that okay kate you have permission to spend fifty dollars a month on this or a hundred dollars a month on it whatever it is mm-hmm. and then to be able to look back and say oh you actually put money you said this was important to you in 2018 <laughs> and you said it was important because you wanted to feel such and such a way or you mm. wanted to get a certain point in your career not just saying like business development but why is that actually important to you okay great you gave yourself permission to spend X dollars on that and time Mm. and you've actually, so every month when you go and you kind of set out priorities, you've said, all right, like every, every Tuesday night, this is when I work on my course or study or whatever it is. Um, and I found that a good way to give myself permission to do things too. And even like creative expression is one of my things. So if I were to take a sewing course, now I'm not feeling guilty that Oh, you spent two hundred dollars on that, and you're going to do that every Tuesday for two months. Like, shouldn't you be doing something else there, totally. Kate? It's like, no, you said this was important to you, so let's do it. The, the, I've been thinking about the word permission a lot over the last, like, I don't know, a little bit. I'll say a month. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's really good. It's such a good. I don't know. It's just something about it, like, really resonating with me, and like, I've been using it a lot with clients too, just to be like, because it's, it's really what a plan gives you. Mm-hmm. One of the best things they need to be like, no, no, you said this was super important. So just like go forth and guilt not. That's, that's cool. That's really, really awesome. Yeah. So that's been a better way for me to look at tracking money too than just in yeah. buckets that don't necessarily mean much to me. Yeah. So is there kind of in that realm of buckets is there because I always find it maybe I'm just thinking about the wrong way when I think about like bucketing for values there's also just there's always this bucket that's like I don't know just stuff I have to spend mm-hmm. you know what I mean like there's like a, so is that just kind of like and everything else kind of thing or I'll still break that out in kind yeah. of I guess what my fixed cost would be for the month totally. like I saw my phone bill in there like I, I have no word <laughs> to make that better than what it is yeah sometimes like clients will be like oh i guess that really connects to this in my life you're like you don't have to work that hard it's just you just need a phone but if it's amazing for you then that's great but yeah okay that makes sense yeah for me it'd be more having a category that's like self-development so that might be books and you kind of might know what that means for you and that Mm. could be different for other people or a category that's 
business development. Yeah. So if I'm taking a course, I signed up for a freelancing course a couple months ago. So that mm. would be under that. Um, and instead of saying like clothes, personal care, beauty, I say for me, yeah. so the stuff I bought for myself and for others. So that's like gifts for other people. That's donations. That's kind of, like so that. that's ways I bucket it down and I can break it down within that too. Yeah. But it's just easier for me than saying, you know, like clothes, beauty, toothpaste, yeah. all these little things. Like this is the thing I bought for me. This is something I bought for someone else. I wish people would spend a little bit more time. This is this goes to mm, the just general wisdom about budgeting or expense tracking or whatever. That you just these are just the natural categories, and that's how people track their spending. And I I find that when people spend just a little bit of extra self-reflective time, just like yours, or in ours, it's money we have to spend and don't have a choice on how it's spent, and money we still have to spend, but at least we get to choose how. And then there's some other like little things, but mostly it's those two categories. And for me, I don't care about the other stuff. It's it's interesting as like a data project, but for most people, they really don't care how much yeah. they spend on toothpaste. It's not it's not important. It's it's what the parent category and again, it doesn't have to mean something specific, but it has to be meaningful in the sense that when you look at the number of what you spent there, you you learn something from it. Yeah, I really like that. And I'll say health for me, which encompasses like food, gym, mm -hmm. if I'm buying any supplements. I like that a lot. I, yeah, that's interesting. It's just like, because it's, it's, I think it's really tempting sometimes when you're, when you're helping somebody kind of figure out how to get their mind around cash flow. It's easy to use default categories because mm -hmm. people understand those. Mm -hmm. And yet I wonder if helping people or letting people just kind of have some agency, more agency in kind of what some of those categories might be just might help people find themselves in it even even silly like even just like silly differences might just mean um just a little bit more connection with it and, and really a connection with their lives what about you chris yeah. what did you do this summer <laughs> <laughs> i got i got married this summer yeah you did yeah i did which has nothing to do with money because you guys know yeah totally free weddings are free <laughs> it's great because a lot of people talk about how they're not but in fact when you mention that you're having a wedding, everybody's like, no, that's free. Yeah, obviously. They're just really happy for you. <laughs> it's funny, though. It, I think, um, yeah, it's it's a super expensive thing, and, and it definitely costs lots of dollars, lots of savings dollars. Um, but it was, we both ended up kind of afterwards just being so happy to have spent every dollar. Like, there really wasn't. There were areas where we could have, like, afterwards, we were like, oh, I guess that wasn't as important, or... I, annoyingly... This is my one annoyance from the wedding, is that one of my jobs is a very boy job. I, I was I was in charge of buying the beer. And so I went to lots of craft breweries, and I bought lots of interesting beer. And then we got... We rented, like, a fridge to have in the tent, because we had an outdoor wedding, so we had it in the fridge. But I guess people thought it was, like, behind the bar, and nobody drank my craft beer. <laughs> people drank my backup beer. That was like not behind the thing. You didn't put any work in your backup beer. It just it wasn't good, or it was fine, but I just should have presented it better. But wait, did they drink all the backup beer? And did, did somebody come to you and be like, "Oh no, Chris, there's no beer left," and you're like, "No, I saved the best beer for last." Oh, like in some kind of like a biblical <laughs> parable style. Oh, good. he doth leaveth yeah. the best wine for. <laughs> oh yikes! Okay, <laughs> steer sharp turn away from that. Um. No, 
it it was a little frustrating. Mm. <laughs> I'm talking about my wedding. Like, there's like that was an example of one thing. I was like, oh, I guess I could have spent many hundreds of dollars less on beer because that didn't get drunk. I should have put it in the. Seth would have found it. He would have found it, and he would have enjoyed it, and it would have been lovely. Appreciated the crap out of it. Right? Let's pretend that happened. Yeah, I okay. will. I will. But um, it was, it was a really planning a wedding's a funny thing, and it's like it is like a real exercise of partnership. And I think it's an interesting one to do, specifically from a financial side, because you're constantly asking like, what is important? Why is it important? Why is this important to you? Is this important to me? Is this like how many dollars worth of importance does this have, <laughs> you know? And like, and what is this experience? And like, what are, what are the more important things? And what is less important? And do you line up on that? And how do you compromise in the other areas? And luckily Mimi and I line up on lots of those things. And so that was easy in, in some ways, but kind of having that conversation, putting on a big event for your family and friends and like, yeah, there's all kinds of stresses that happen with that. And and it's it was it's very it's very interesting, um, and it was a it had a, a wonderful result. And so, like everything, you forget the moments that were less than fun with the planning part. But uh, yeah, it was really lovely, and it it was lovely to kind of come away even you know a month plus after and just feel very happy with resources, time, and money and energy spent, and just very satisfied with all those choices, which is like exactly what a budget should be and we were we were very on budget we were like a little under budget but like like unheard of look it depends what the budget is right <laughs> it just means it that we were dollars? we were realistic budget no, is very very realistic budgeting all the time just kind of going back in and like planning for you know what if this happens and what if this happens and and uh and so it's nice to fall like fall in plan and, and that's not stressful and to know that it's fine and to know that it could be afforded and all of those things. So that was that was a really nice thing. And then and then we got to afterwards, like spend a large large portion of August just we had a couple more friends' weddings and some more parties and, and like I did some work, um, like an intense week back in Toronto of like checking with clients and stuff, but like really being able to afford to take the better part of six weeks off which was from like two weeks before the wedding mm -hmm. to like September long weekend was pretty amazing um and yeah like I'm catching up a little bit now and this like getting back into the mode in September and all that stuff but uh I, I I'm extremely grateful for that ability and and uh it's part of it's like how Mimi and my life line up but like it's also because of the the pieces that are in place and because we're super lucky and but it's it's a nice thing and that was a pretty cool thing to afford it's a pretty cool high just to spend like six weeks bouncing from your wedding where you see all kinds of people you love to another person's wedding to a family birthday and just like just getting to spend time with your favorite people and to not have to worry about the things that you should be doing that it's the that's like the golden best cherry on the top part of self-employment that like it comes with all the other stuff it's not just that yeah. oh goodness it's not just that but it can it sometimes you can when it's really important you can you have the freedom to kind of maybe do some stuff you have more options maybe that's a better word than the freedom which sounds like just do it you can like you have more levers to move yeah, so it's it's been 
it's been a it's been a good summer. It feels like it feels like it's been a super long summer because there's been so many experiences in it, and it's a. It's I don't, that's ridiculous. No summer is a long summer. That's insane. Summer would have to last from April to October. Your comment has been vetoed. Veto. Yeah. It's one of, but it's like it was not long. It's I've not spoken. long, like long, long is close to too long in like the way you say it. And it's not what I mean. But it's mean like when I think back to the beginning of the summer, Did that feel feels timeless? like a long time ago. It feel like a timeless summer. It feels like there's things out of time in it. You know, mm-hmm. it feels like there's just well, it's because you have shed your chrysalis as a single man, and, it's, <laughs> and now you are a husband. You, <laughs> I'm sure that everybody can hear how different I am. It's just they are night and day. It's just night and day. It's just really super, super different. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm the truest form of myself. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're pumped about this next season. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we haven't burned it all down. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, the, the job is still in front. There's more things to burn. So yeah. more and more things to talk about. Like. Yeah. Subtle <laughs> <laughs> burnination. Like <laughs> we burn it at the countryside. Peasants <laughs> and the factories. Cottages. But that's all. That's the only things we're gonna burn it at. Very self-contained. If you want to find us in other places that are not here. I am over in a lot of different places. Uh, I have a book called The Value of Simple. You can find me at valuesimple.ca. I also have a course that helps teach people how to invest. It's uh, Practical Index Investing. And then other than that, I spend uh, some of my time as a science writer and editor for the Techna Institute in Toronto. Uh, Sandy Martin is a fee-for-service financial planner. You can find her at springplans.ca. And what am I forgetting, Sandy? I am on Twitter sometimes. You can find Kate on Twitter, too. Where else can we find you, Kate? Uh, probably the easiest is katesmolly.com, and I have links to all my stuff there. And the person derailing the conversation most of the time, I'm uh, Chris Entz. You can find me at ragstoreasonable.com. And um, I'm a fee-for-service financial planner and opera singer who works with uh, creative folks and other people with crazy non-traditional income streams.